Hi everybody, this is Ivy from Real Quacks, and this is just a bonus episode where I'm going to be talking about the Myers-Briggs personality disorder, and I'm going to be doing this without notes, so please don't, you know, quote me on any of this. I'm uh, an amateur, I am not an expert, I'm just a very big advocate for personality disorders because I really feel that they help us really transcend our personalities and they also help us to get along with others easier and better because if we're understanding that our perspective is not the only valid one on earth guess what our relationships improve and our empathy for others also does now all right there is some controversy on this subject many people think the uh, Myers-Briggs system is invalid These are usually, in my opinion, according to articles I've read, these are usually people who don't understand the cognitive functions that are behind the four letters that a person may receive when taking a test and trying to figure out their type. By the way, if you don't know your type, I personally recommend the personality hacker genius style test. So that's at personalityhacker.com. What I like about it is that it tests on the functions that you use, not just like, are you more extroverted or introverted? It's not that simple. All of us technically are ambiverts because that's one of the criticisms. They go, well, nobody's completely extroverted. Everybody who's extroverted needs time alone. And it's like, yeah, duh. That's how we become balanced. Introverted people need to use their extroverted functions in order to be balanced as well. Now, I'm not going to go into great detail because there's a ton of information over at Personality Hacker, their website, and they have a fantastic podcast, which I think is pretty approachable. Um, Some people I've talked to feel that it's a little difficult to understand, but if you kind of start at the beginning... They cover everything. They really do. And their website's fantastic. If you look up the car model, they really break it down. So I'm not going to do all that here. I'm just going to point you in that direction. And I'm also going to recommend you avoid 16 personalities test. It's bad. I mean, it's really bad. I've had friends who got a certain result that was just like, what? And then when we actually went into functions and all that, they were completely different from what you know, from what the results said they were. So let me just, to keep this pretty simple, I'm just going to say this. So this personality disorder lets you know which functions you use and how you show up to the world. So what? I'm sorry. I'm wrong. That's not true. It's sometimes people the same type can show up pretty differently because of many factors. A person can be dealing with mental, you know, mental issues, um, trauma, just their, their culture, uh, their gender, the gender roles that they've been forced to adopt. Um, so it's not necessarily how a person's going to act, but more how they think. So let's just say there's, okay, let's, let's start here. There's four letters. You're going to get either an I or an E, and that means introvert or extrovert. So that means, you know, extroverts get energy from the outside world. It's a misconception that 
the that extroverted people are people persons, person people, because sometimes they just need to interact with the outside world to feel fulfilled. And that can also even just be the ideas out there and, you know, experiences in nature or elsewhere. So for extroverts, the outside world is the real world. And for introverts, the inner world is their real world. So it's that simple. And I'm just going to move on from there. Now, the next letters are going to be either an S or an N. And that stands for sensor or intuitive. They can't use an I for intuitive because I is already being used for introvert. Otherwise, that would be pretty confusing. So yeah, sensors are people who primarily take in information using their senses, the five senses. That's the here and now. They are very much uh, tuned into what's going on around them. Oftentimes, they are better at being present than intuitives. And some of them are more back, uh, like facing the past rather than the future. That doesn't mean they're incapable of looking ahead. Of course, it's just that they prefer to live in the here and now and take in information using, con- you know, their, their senses, basically concrete information. Now, intuitives are estimated to be about 25% of the population and they are using pattern recognition, usually projected outwardly and forward. Intuitives are much more likely to ask questions like what ifs. They are looking at possibilities and how things may play out. That's their strength. And like I said, pattern recognition, putting information quickly together in a way that can be a little bizarre for people who don't use these functions as primary functions. Intuitives are therefore a little less tuned in to what's going on in the moment and a little more tuned into what's happening between the lines, reading between the lines, basically. It's almost like uh, using their sixth sense a lot more than sensors. And weak intuitives, I'm an intuitive, and we can kind of come across as sometimes a little spacier and a little off sometimes. Maybe not off, but just on a different wavelength. And when a lot of people who are intuitive learn about the Myers-Briggs, it's kind of a relief to learn that there really was nothing wrong with you. You're just kind of seeing things that other people aren't always seeing. Now, the next letters are going to be either a T or an F, and that stands for thinking or feeling. And this means that when making decisions, you favor either like logic and cold, hard data um, or feelings, either yours or those around you, introverted or extroverted. That does not mean, and this is super frustrating, is when people think it's overly simplistic that feelers don't really use their brains to make decisions, just their hearts, or conversely that thinkers don't have feelings. They're like, you know, emotionless robots. Of course, those are absolutely incorrect. Um, It's just that you are going to favor one. One is going to win out. One is favored for everybody. 
either making decisions based on the human factor, feelings, or just basic cold, hard data, which is the feeling, thinking, excuse me. Um, Okay, so moving on, the last letter, the fourth letter, is going to be either a J or a P, and that stands for judgers or perceivers. Now, judgers, it doesn't mean you're judgmental. It just means that you, in general, are going to come across as more decisive. Oftentimes, you like more order. There's a little bit more of a, uh, what do you say, like a decisiveness. And whereas perceivers are a little more uh, less likely to be able to come to decisions quickly. They don't like being tied down as much. They like having their options open. They don't like being, usually they don't enjoy commitments and that sort of thing. Now, that those things can create 16 different combinations. There's 16 different personality types, and they're just way too much for me to go into here. As I said, Personality Hacker is fantastic for this. Um, 16 personalities, their descriptions are actually not bad. There's a lot of great resources online. So I'm not going to go into all the descriptions of them. One of the things though, that I do want to bring attention to, which I think is fantastic. And I got this from personality hackers, um, Joel and Antonia is the generalized fixations of the four groups of the Myers-Briggs types. So it's called the FIRM model. It's an acronym, F-I-R-M. And it's describing the fixations that different types have when when under stress or not doing real well. Just kind of where the different types go to when they're stressed out. Now, F stands for freedom. And this refer, this, I'm sorry, applies to all four of the EP type. So that's ENFP, like me, ENTP, ESFP, and ESTP. They fixate on freedom. That is what we most desire when we are kind of stressing out. That's what we worry about not having when we're not doing great. Now, moving on to I in firm, that is for invulnerability, and this refers to the uh, feeling safe, basically. This applies to the IJ, so I-S-T-J, I-S-F-J, I-N-F-J, I-N-T-J. They all fixate on feeling and being safe when stressed out. That's their fixation. Now, moving on to R, that stands for rightness, being right. And this applies to the IP type. So INFP, INTP, ISTP, ISFP. So these four types focus on having to be right when they're under stress or just not doing very well. Now, the last letter in that acronym is M, and that is uh, management, another way of saying control. And this applies to the EJ type. ENFJ, ENTJ, ESTJ, and ESFJ. All of these can kind of become controlling when they are under stress. So these four letters, again, are not really much more than a way of explaining which functions are being used by the type. 
And again, this is not really the right format for that type of explanation, but at personalityhacker.com, if you look up car model, it explains it really well if you're interested. And if not, I hope you still enjoy our show because I think we have some really interesting things that we're going to discuss. And I will try to remember in shows to explain a bit about what the personality type is that I'm referring to, Um, you know, just very briefly in a few words. I find Myers-Briggs very helpful. Many people don't recognize that you can grow quite a bit by studying it. We have all of us use a primary function, which is almost like a driver, as Antonia and Joel at Personality Hacker explain. And our co-pilot is like some, the person riding shotgun or the function riding shotgun. When we use that more, when we make a conscious effort to include it in our decision making or information gathering, we have a lot more balance. We are going to come across a lot more healthy to people and we will be healthier and we're going to be less uh tunnel vision in our interactions with people so i am neither being concise nor articulate right now it is time to turn in but i hope this was a little bit helpful and there's so much information out there so just go ahead and google it and then come on back and we look forward to conversing with you soon if you'd like to email us our email address is realquacks at gmail.com that's r-e-e-l-q-u-a-c-k-s at gmail.com i don't know why that's so hard for me to spell anyway talk to you soon bye